right. Are you ready? Are you ready mm-hmm. to face the? Are you ready to face I'm, the music? I'm ready to face the music. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another podcast. This is episode 11. The last one was episode 10. Wow, well, you went back and counted. I huh? thought it was eight or, eight or nine, but it was 10. We did 10 episodes. That's like, that's a big deal. And we are on Spotify now. Spotify yeah. and Apple Podcasts. That's where it's at. We're legit, George. We are legit. This is all. Past 10. I will take the credit for all of this because George has done absolutely nothing, mate. Listen, just me being here. He's graced us with his presence so that's far. That's it. That's but we mean. are we are on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so just look us up. The Next Goal Wins Podcast. We will keep the video on YouTube, um, and eventually, if we get big, then we'll put the video Not up if. on Spotify. Not if. When? When? Well, the package for the video was more expensive, and I was like, mm, no, there's no need. We ain't to got that video. kind of cash flow yet. There's no need for a video on Spotify because they can just watch on YouTube. Yeah, but I, I like I watch some of the podcasts on Spotify that have video. Why? Why not? It depends on what you're doing. Like, if I'm driving, I listen yeah. to the audio only, yeah. and I'm fine with that. But if I'm like, like yesterday, I was waiting at the airport, and I was just hanging out at the airport, so I put it on Spotify. I put some podcasts on Spotify that had video. Well, you can do the same thing on but YouTube. But the thing is, we have it on YouTube. Yeah. And what we found from the last episode is I actually like the dual or the split screen. Yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks I good. I think it looks better, actually. I don't know about see both better. Because you can yeah. see both of the reactions. Yeah. I like that. And I think, um, obviously, the reason why we did it was because it's easier, because... Before, it was like I had to go back and switch between Georgie and me, Georgie and me, whoever was talking after we recorded the podcast. So yes. now I just split screen, upload it straight to YouTube, podcast come out much faster, much less work. Still looks Easy good. peasy. Put it on YouTube. So um, I'm, I'm excited for this podcast, just as I've been excited for the last... <laughs> Ten. Uh, the last 10 podcasts <laughs> maybe the last like six or seven because yeah. that's when it's when that's when the downfall started yeah. george well the downfall started you after said, the first game you said yep seven, seven out of nine points now it's possibly six out of nine it won't even be six out of nine at this point so uh, okay hold on let's start with the basic question that we have to ask every podcast it's, it's become a it's become a staple of this podcast are you worried I'm concerned. Oh, he's concerned, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm very concerned. There's to worried. We're there's worried. There's concerned. And then there's just whatever. I'm very concerned actually because it's not about the it's not about the fact that we lost. It's the performance. That was I think in the past five years, this season we've had two or three performances where they've been like terrible. And there's so far one of the worst ones I've seen on the Union Club, and this one was like up there. Like, I feel the, like you've said that the last few performances, though. Well, no, no, like not not even for us. We lost, but like we could have had five, six, seven goals. Like it was, we dominated that game. Like versus Leeds, yeah, we probably could have scored another goal or two, but it, it just there, it was just bad. It was just like overall Here bad. Here is the the scary part: is one, you're closer to the relegation. Yeah. Than you are to the top four, not even to the yeah. to, to the being the champion or yeah. to the first place. You're to the top four, and the last two losses have come against teams that were in the relegation mm-hmm. zone. Yeah. Thanks to you, Leeds is out of the relegation yeah. zone. You're welcome, Leeds. <laughs> no, it's. So, um, I think I think <clears throat> listen again. I still don't think it's a Klopp issue, but I think it's going to start getting close. The people are really going to start having that conversation because they're going to say he needs to do something yeah. about it. A lot you of can, people are already saying that. You can only have so many games with the same excuse before they're like okay well that's your job now you got to do something about it yeah the way i look at it is and i've got a lot of backlash from liverpool fans or so-called liverpool fans who knows what people are on twitter but um i tweeted after the game obviously i was frustrated but i was just like in in club i trust like it is what it is like this guy has transformed liverpool from a top 
10 team. Like, I was watching Liverpool when they were, like, fighting for a spot. I was watching them when they were under Roy Hodgson. Like, the, that Liverpool team, back then, if Liverpool were doing... If Liverpool lost two games in a row back then and they were performing the same way they are now, I'd be happy with that. So, like, obviously my expectations are a lot higher now just because we've been one of the best in the past five years. But, again, it just comes back to... It, it's just a crazy season. That's... Yeah. That, and the, one thing I will say about Klopp last last game though, we can't play a four three three. Why is he playing Darwin Nunes on the wing? Darwin Dar, Darwin Nunes. I know he can play there, but but he's you, not a winger. He's not a winger, and he's played him there three times this season. Yeah, and all three times we're playing the four three three. Every time we play the four three three, Liverpool have not done well. So I know we have a lot of injuries. I know there's all that stuff, and you can't play the four two three one now because you don't have attackers anymore. But you just you need either Darwin or Salah needs to be stretching the defense. Yeah, and, but Salah, but Salah's he's a winger. Yeah, so, but like against Man City, we played him centrally and he did really well. Like he caused problems. And again, is it a club issue? Is it the players? Is it tactics? Is it not? Is it the injuries? Is it the mentally being tired from the past few seasons? And is the same exact team that's all right, guys? You got to do it again and again and again. All those things, I think, are just coming to one, and then it's the season. So Listen, I got a text message. I'm going to read it out from my friend mm-hmm. who watches the podcast, Eddie. Shout out to my boy, Eddie. And he's, uh, he's a Chelsea fan, unfortunately. I actually think I, he, he, did he just follow me? Probably. On this year, I think he does it. Because he thinks it's funny yeah. <laughs> that, you, that you lose the plot on every podcast. <laughs> but anyway, he said this. He said, it pains me to say this, and this is not regarding Liverpool just yet, but he said, it pains me to say this. If Arsenal goes into the World Cup break, top of the league, they have a chance. Liverpool has the same chance as Newcastle to finish in the top four. Next one, next week will be a big one for Chelsea and Arsenal. And then he texted me a picture of a tweet from ESPN FC that said, Bayern first in the Bundesliga, Liverpool ninth in the Premier League. And somebody tweeted at it saying, when are we going to accept that Sadio Mane carried Liverpool and not Mo Salah? Okay, first and foremost... Your thoughts. First and foremost, you know, damn right, I've been a Mane over Salah fan all this time. And you called me out on it. You you said, why would you not want Salah? He's scoring goals. It's not that. It's the fact that you had something against Salah. It had nothing to do with Mane. I just didn't understand what your gripe was against Salah. Against, well, besides last season or the past two seasons, Salah does not pass the ball. He's been selfish. He doesn't, he's not a team player. He was your leading goal scorer. He's leading goal scorer. But he, like all those other things that Mane brought to Liverpool, Salah never did. But now Salah is actually doing those things the past two seasons. So I'm like, fine with that. But you know I've been a money over Salah yeah, fan I, my whole I entire Yeah, I know time. that. But that's not the question. The question is, it's, when are you going to accept the fact that it, that plays a huge part it, in where you're it, at right it, now? It plays a part. It plays a huge part, George. It plays a part, but he's not the reason. Mane is not doing that way at Bayern Munich. If you look at the stats, if you look it at the stats. It doesn't matter what he's doing know. at Bayern Munich. All I'm yeah. saying is that what he gave you at Liverpool is something that you have not been able to replace or found an alternative to. Okay. And that's one of the main reasons why you're also in the position that you're in. You can say the same thing about any top of the, like one of the best players in the world, Mane in the past few seasons. Lewandowski, Bayern Munich can't replicate that, but look, they're still on top just because. Right, but or, that's the problem. Liverpool's not still on top. Liverpool's. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Bayern Munich, if you look at their transfers, they keep bringing in players in and out. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, okay, who's to say this? If Mane would have stayed at Liverpool and Liverpool are in the same exact position, we'll be like, wow, we should have sold Mane or Salah. We yeah, got you don't know that. Yeah, but that, it's it's easier to it's easier to talk about it now, of course. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that it's easier to say it because you're so bad in the table. Like 
like Bayern Munich, for example, they can lose as many players as they want because at mm. the end of the day, they're still, they're always still going to be one of the, yeah, they're always going to win the, the, they're going to win the league. Yeah. Um, and I know right now they're not at the top of the league, no, but still, yeah. like by the end of the season, you know, it's not, yeah, Bayern. it's not a fiasco for Bayern yeah. when they lose players and they bring new players in, even goal scorers like Lewandowski. However, Sadio Mane's impact of leaving has, you have to, you have to find reasons why these things are going on. And so far, the only the only valid reason you have is the injuries. No, well, no. Yes. It's because if you if you would have had if you would have had all of your players healthy, if mm-hmm. you had all your players healthy, maybe you maybe you're not in this position. But that's clearly the reason right now why you're saying we're not doing well and we're in this position. One of the few reasons. But that's the only valid reason, is what I'm saying. Besides, and I'm just saying, Sadio Mane, if but, he would be on the squad right mm-hmm. now. At Liverpool, oh, he would have helped. That he, of course, you would not be in what are you ninth, eleventh place or something like that right now. I don't even know what place, but I don't get me wrong. Man just, isn't just admit it, George. He, I don't. You miss him. You miss. No, him. of course. Any that's what I'm saying though. Every team would miss Sadio Mane leaving. Like any any team would miss Lewandowski no, leaving. Any, but but what I'm saying though is not as be, it's not because he was a good striker. It's because of his relation to or his impact. And his relation to the mm-hmm. system that you guys played, that was the reason why you mm-hmm. guys were so effective. That's the thing. You're taking yeah. out a huge piece. It's not like, oh, he was just a really good striker mm-hmm. and scored a lot of goals. He was a huge piece of the way you played your system. Yeah. So now you take him out and Klopp can't play the same system that he's been implementing at Liverpool since he since he got there, that he's been trying to implement. But but that's what we talked about in the summer. When Mane left and we said Klopp wants to go a different... Obviously, if Mane would have said, I want to stay, he, he would have stayed. But I think Liverpool, you and Klopp had a choice. Do you pick Mane or do you pick Salah? Both expiring contracts. Which one are you going to renew? Because one or the other. You can't give both $300,000, dollars We're not Chelsea. We're not Manchester United to be able, or Man City well, to be able to afford that. But it was one or the other. You should have. Yeah, I mean, of course we should have. Like, I, I would take it. But FSG, the owners of Liverpool don't work that way. They have a structure and whatever. But either way, I think it's... If Mane, Mane does not look like the Mane at Liverpool, you can, like, at Bayern Munich... You can say it's because of the same exact reason why Liverpool and Salah and all these guys that have been playing for a long time are lacking now because they've played so many games and they haven't had like a longer break. Mane got benched for a few games. He got rusty. He got like, like he doesn't have to play at Bayern Munich every single time, every single second because there's other amazing players that can just come in and out. And the league is not as good. Like Bayern are always going to be at the top. When the Premier League, every single game, especially now like for Liverpool, in instance, like, all those injuries, you like imagine you have Mane. Obviously, that's an amazing player that's going to play, and it's not injured. But what if Mane like, was at Liverpool and he was just as bad as like Trent or one of those guys that are like you'll never playing. know. Yeah, we'll never know. But that's what I'm saying though. It's a lot easier to look at it now and say, "Oh, Mane." Like three weeks ago when we beat Manchester City, nobody talked about Mane. Four well, weeks ago, when that's we the won. thing. That's the thing. Obviously, if you guys, let's say, if you guys would be in second place right now. And you guys would do are doing pretty yeah. well, or you're you're up there in the top three mm-hmm. with Manchester City and Arsenal. Of course, then people would say, "Well, we don't miss Mane, so nobody would yeah. be talking about him." But the fact that you guys are so low is why people are like, and like you said, mm-hmm. it's the performances. The performances yeah. have been bad, mm-hmm. and that's directly attributed to to players who helped so yeah. much in that system before. Also, and another big thing for me is Liverpool got rid of not only Mane. I know Minamino wasn't a huge player, but he scored a lot of goals. I know Minamino did not score a lot of goals. He George. had like seven, eight goals last season. That's a lot of goals for somebody just playing out of nowhere. Listen, don't, don't, 
Minamino, Look at, you guys got rid of Minamino because it wasn't he wasn't good enough. No, Minamino was had an amazing season last season. If he had an amazing season, you would have kept him. He was a project that you guys were going to bring in for the long term that didn't work out, and that's why you eventually Minamino let him go. Minamino had a good season last season. Don't don't. Why'd you let him go? Because he wanted first like the same thing with Rigi. He wanted to be starting. Right, and, and he wasn't now, good enough to be starting. And he was well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. But you're getting rid of those two guys that can come off the bench and score goals. Like Rigi, clutch goals. He a striker can be in the box. Rigi was average. He was average, but he was at Liverpool, average. he's like a legend because of all the late last second goals that he scored. Well, he was at Liverpool for how many years? Like five years. Yeah. If you, when you're there yeah. that long and you're coming off the bench, you're yeah. going to score a couple goals that are that are going to be game-winning goals. But who does Liverpool have now coming off the bench that are scoring goals? Milner. That, that, that's what I'm saying. You guys, like still the, have, you guys have the young guys who are up and coming, though. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you we're in the same position as Harvey Arsenal. Elliott. Harvey Elliott and Fabio Carvalho, they're up and coming. And Ramsey, he's just coming back from an injury. But like... You can't expect these guys to be coming in and like taking over the game. Like these, like these are young Maybe guys. You, you got to give them a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Like I like them. Don't get me wrong. Regardless, like, we finally got into the point where you are worried. I'm, I'm concerned. You're very. Con- I'm you said con- very concerned. Very concerned. Very concerned. Very concerned. So, so it doesn't matter. Next week you're going to be worried. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so next week you lose. Who do you play next? Let's find out. Chill. Oh, Spurs. Oh yeah, it is the yeah. It's Spurs, isn't it? And you're at Spurs too. You're at Spurs. Let me let me double yeah. check to make sure that's right. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're at Spurs, 11.30. And we have Napoli tomorrow. You tie or you lose against Spurs. Will you be worried? One point out of six so far in the in the three fixtures that you'd get, or zero out of six. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're, yeah, you're worried. worried. You're worried. The thing is, the thing is, it's up to the board whether, liver, whether they're going to say this season, like not right now because it's still early, but... Let's say you do finish in seventh place, right? Sixth or seventh place. Will the board say, okay, we're we're gonna give Klopp one one season like that, yeah. rebuild this next season, this next season, we have to get results? Or will they say we need a new manager at the end of the season? Klopp is staying. Liverpool's been good because they gave him they gave him four years to do it. Yeah. I think they're just gonna be they're gonna have those conversations because they're gonna be worried because they're gonna say, is this just a one season thing or is this going to continue and if it starts continuing i think if you guys end up let's say seventh or eighth place right in the league they'll keep clop mm-hmm. but when the next season starts yeah, if, if in the, the first five games you guys aren't yeah. at the top he's gone and he's gonna have to rebuild because all these players but he's he's got players to rebuild right now he's got those young players coming up you give him one more season yeah and but then like, you buy one or two p- players he needs to buy i think he needs to three or four players but still he has the tools. It's not. It's not a three or four year rebuild. Process. No, it's. I don't think it's a three or four year. It's a one season. It's a one season rebuilding process. Because it, it's it's tough, but I, I think they're gonna stick with him. I mean, it, I think the the season is similar to what, what Man City had three years ago, when Liverpool ran away with the league like twenty points or whatever it was, and Man City was like, all right, like forget the season. Ah, uh, you can't compare that because Manchester City what still finished second. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the only difference. If, if Arsenal or let's say if Arsenal run, ran away with the league, and Liverpool and Man City were tied for second, it would be a, still be a diff, it would be it wouldn't be a cause for panic. You'd yeah. be like, yeah, you know, this this season wasn't the best season for us, but we're okay. We'll be better next season. The thing is, uh, right now, no like, Champions League football next. M- season, no, but George. like, if you ask me, am I am I worried about or cons- even concerned about Champions League? I'm not worried about that or concerned about that. You should be. I'm like, I'm not at all. Like, there, there's literally like. No, like, I'm not thinking that we're not going to be in the Champions League at all. Like, 
I'm not concerned about that. I'm just concerned about like what I see. Right. Because it's been three out of like ten games in the, or whatever, twelve games in the Premier League that has been like really, really bad. Like some are bad, but like this last one was like it's okay. It's fine to lose. It hasn't been consistent at all. I mean, how do you guys beat Burnmouth nine nil? Right? Yeah. At the like second or third game weekend. Yep. And then you guys are losing to the two of the lowest placed teams in the league. Right after we beat Man City. Right after you beat Man City. And Ajax. I don't know. So Liverpool are going to win the Champions worried. League. That's, I would be that, That's what I'm saying right now. If you win Champions League, if you win Champions League. I'm not concerned at all. <laughs> and you get like 12th place in the league. Does it matter? No. No. It doesn't matter. Champions League, you can argue, is more important than the Premier League. And I think it is. And you qualify top four. I think Premier League. I think. Season anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't really matter. Anyway, finally, ladies and gentlemen, we've gotten to the point where Georgie's worried about Liverpool. Concerned. I am concerned. I do want to bring up one more topic regarding Liverpool before we move on, because I think we should bring it up. Darwin Nunez. Oh, yeah. Good. Good? Yeah. George? Uh, good. Did he score? He didn't score, no. He played in the wing. doesn't that, matter where he played, George. That's the thing. That's not... It. it you uh, can't... You, okay, you cannot... By the way, did you not, see the videos of him sprinting back? You're starting... I'm just saying, you're starting to compare him. You're starting to have the comparisons to Minamino. Or like a player like that. I'm just saying. I'm like, gonna walk out. As this far, I'm saying as far not 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 playing wise, but I'm saying impact wise in the time that they've been at, at Liverpool, where Minamino was like, okay, that that was a long term project, or that was supposed to be long. Like mm-hmm. there was like, oh, this guy's pretty young. We'll bring him in. I think he's gonna be good for us. Very very yeah. good for us in the next few years. Didn't work out, and they sold him. I'm starting to think that Darwin Nunez is gonna be like that. Darwin Nunez has scored so many goals for Liverpool. It's not even like I'm, am he just, I, needs, he am just I, needs five years to settle in, huh? No, you're okay. Th- I keep telling you this: Jurgen Klopp would not play if Liverpool, if Jota was healthy and Diaz was healthy. Nunes would not be starting games. Nunes would not be no player besides Van Dijk and Allison. I, I guess you can say it about him, but had just come into the team. And start it on the Union Club right away, no matter how much money you've bought, no matter it's what. It's been a while now. He's been at the club for what, 15 games at least? Well, he's officially been a part of 12, officially. Right, but he's been at the club. Yeah, and then the red card, so you're looking at nine games. Yeah, but the reason he, because he needs to teach them the system, he needs to let yeah. them ease into the whole process and but stuff. But like Fabinho, Andy Robertson, and all these players that he brought in, they didn't play until like Christmas. Like, Late December, I don't he's know. in a he's in a. I'm not even like if he plays through the middle, once like somebody comes from the left wing, like to be able to play there. If he plays through the middle, he's completely fine. His job, like when he played wide, his job he wasn't even anywhere near the box. He's the one taking players on, defending and all that. Like he does, that's not. That's I'm not fine. A I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. We talked about it last time. I told you, Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. I think Mitrovic is second. By the way, he has seven goals. I think. Hold on, let me let me look real quick. Oh, he's third. He's, he's one goal behind. He got a Harry, he's one goal behind Harry Kane, though. He got a record. Yeah, but still, he's got nine goals. He's one goal behind Harry Kane. Mm. You're telling me, Mitrovic is not a bigger impact than Darwin Nunez is. At Fulham, maybe because Fulham, like it's Fulham, different. is crap. No, Fulham is not good. It, they're not good. To you, for you to be able to score nine goals, and against big teams too, because he he yeah. did it against Liverpool. Sliced and diced Van Dyke. Don't ever forget that, George. <laughs> I, you're talking you're about a terrible me, Liverpool team. I'm just saying. He's not a... Okay, first of all... How many goals would Darwin Nunez have at Fulham? Okay. Th- that's completely irrelevant. 
Look, look, you're talking about time. It Do you know not. how long he's been in film? Do you know how long he's been in the film? Like five years. Yeah. You're talking about, okay. But the fact is, he they come up. This is the only year where he's had like a really good season. So you can't like, it's like a one, like, okay, for example, let, let me think of someone that just had an amazing season, one season, and then that was it. You're comparing like apples to oranges. Like he's, he might, he, I've no. been a fan and I told you this, I'm a fan of Mitrovic, but to say that he would have Every a time impact, I bring up Mitrovic, you, you laugh. Like I it's laugh a joke. because it's like not, it's a joke. Because the guy is the guy is legit. I've watched him for five years now. The guy's legit. He's really good at like he does the dirty work as well. He's a big guy. He like hold the play. Everything's good. He has the heart. He runs. Serbian like I love that. A lot of heart. Like whatever. He's like a bull. But to at, say that he's at like the beginning of this podcast when we started talking about Mitrovic and Nunez in Holland. You would have. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm gonna stop. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying when we talked about those comparisons. But I'm gonna say something right now. Don't don't ever put Holland, Nunes, and they add Mitrovic to the mix. I'm just saying, no, no. When we when we started talking, right? We weren't comparing them. Yeah. I'm just saying the comparisons were Darwin Nunez and Holland. Yeah. And and if I would have ever said anything about comparing Darwin Nunez to Mitrovic, you would have. Yeah, you would have left the podcast, and I'm, I'm still thinking about leaving the podcast. And now it's not—it's not that bad. It's—I yeah. mean, I'm, I think he's been a better player, Mitrovic. That's my honest opinion. He's been a better player. He's been more effective for a he, worse team. He's been with worse players around him. He's been at Fulham for years. They come up and down. He's used to all the like. He's used to the system. He's used to the team. This is his home. Whatever. You Fulham is in seventh place. Yeah. So, and they are so Liverpool's in ninth. Yeah, so they're not even like as bad as like terrible as you made them seem. I'm not saying terrible, but they don't have the same caliber of players that Liverpool. Yeah, but teams I can't. Play I different. can't name. I can't name a single player at Fulham other than Mitrovic. Okay, this is this is the difference though, and you know this on the American. No, is he American? Yeah, Tim Ream, right? Tim Ream. Yeah, but this is the difference. Fulham, when they play against teams, every no other team sits back. Like you know this. Like it doesn't matter. The styles change. It does not matter. May, it, yes, yes. So Mitrovic is a better fit because of Fulham's playing style. That's but that's he's why. not even a better fit. That's that's the he's thing. It's just fit. he's having an amazing season. That's great. I like the guy. Yeah. He's I, having I a better he's, season. He he's having an amazing season so far. But like to compare, like can you? That's not even comparable. It's a valid comparison. Moving on, moving on. Let's let's talk a little bit about my boys, Arsenal. Are they going to win the league? Are you are you London, finally London say? Invincibles, baby? London Invincibles, Guys, baby. he hasn't worn that hat in the past 10 years. <laughs> ten years. Javi hasn't been an Arsenal fan for the past Five 10 years. 5-0 win Yeah, I mean, over a team that beat you guys. Are you guys going to win the league? Are you How confident are you of winning the league now? I am. I think it's going to be very close, but it's only going to be between Manchester City and Arsenal. Let me give you no some other stats. Team, no other team comes in. Let me give you some stats that I just saw on TikTok today. Yeah. Go on. The past two times, anybody. By the way, last time you had stats from whatever TikTok or whatever, we we realized that it was wrong when you said uh, no, Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus had no. Less I, goals I just than said it like that, but right? the comparison, right. like Gabriel Jesus. Okay, give me the give me anyway, your fake TikTok stats. Go on. Out of the past in the Premier League, since the Premier League was created, the only team to be up top on Christmas, I think. And have like this undefeated run and does everything well has been Arsenal, and they didn't end up winning the league twice. So are you worried about that? Is the old Arsenal gonna creep up? Because this happened before, like ten years ago maybe. 
Mm -hmm. it, you guys were winning every game in the beginning of the first half of the season. We weren't then, like this. It wasn't like this. And then you guys choked it up. I remember. It I wasn't remember. like this, though. It wasn't like I this. I mean, this, the style, the play, everything, is, it feels different. But but I, I would like to see how many points we had going into that break because I guarantee it wasn't as many as the ones we've had, we have right now. It was probably closer amongst the top four. We were just, we were just the team on the top. Right yeah. now, we are two points ahead of Manchester City. Mm -hmm. We are... Let me check. I think it was like four points. It was like four points ahead of, so third place Tottenham. Yeah, so we're five points ahead of them with a game in hand. So we could be eight points ahead. Yeah. But you still uh, have two games against Manchester City. All I'm well. saying is the conversation has now shifted from are we going to get top four to are we going to win the Premier League, which has become a very, very valid conversation. Yeah. And I, mean, I think I think we have a very good chance of doing that. Yeah, I, I think you guys are playing. Because just, we're playing so consistently. Yeah. It's the play. It's not even about winning games. It's just how you guys are winning those games. Like how you guys are The playing. Manchester City games are going to be a big... <laughs> yeah. They're going to tell us. When we play Manchester United again, and I think we'll beat Tottenham again. Do you want the key to stopping Manchester City? Because Liverpool beat them twice this season already. It's too easy. What key? You guys haven't don't have a single key. You what? guys are looking for keys right now. <laughs> we have the key to stop Man City. You guys need a bunch of keys right now to figure out what's wrong with you guys. You guys need the blueprint. Anyway, Arsenal, fantastic so far. And I think yeah. we can start talking on this podcast now in the future about their chances of winning the Premier League and what they need to do. Manchester City. There's, there's not much to talk about Manchester City because they're always in the same position. They're always going to be one mm -hmm. of the better, one of the better teams. I, I still Kevin is is Kevin De Bruyne the best Premier League midfielder of all time? And if not, who is? And I swear, George, if you say Stevie G, yeah. if you say Stevie G is better than Kevin De Bruyne. Stevie G and KDB are in the same conversation. Who's better? They're in the same conversation. Ah. He needs to be done playing, then I can say... Why does he need to be done playing? Because Steven Gerrard's playing the Premier League his whole life. Like he's well, right, but uh, what the things that Kevin De Bruyne has done already, and the things he consistently is doing, yeah, are they not better than what Stevie G was doing when he was playing? I mean, that's very, very debatable. We had this conversation before. I will tell you this: the thing is, KDB was in the Premier League before. He was at Chelsea. Label is a flop. He didn't do well. Went to Werder Bremen. He was okay. Then he came to Man City. Rediscovered his form on the pep, like or like you know, started doing a lot better, and now he's a player for the past four or five years. You mm -hmm. can say Steven Gerrard was regarded as one of the best since he two three years after he made his debut for Liverpool, up until pretty much when like a year or two right before he left. So you're talking about ten, yeah, 12 but he wasn't doing span. the thing. He wasn't doing the things that Kevin De Bruyne is doing now. What what, what is he doing? The guy is the guy has the best accuracy I've ever seen of any player. Yeah, but okay, I can the say the Jared the vision, the vision, the vision that he has. Yeah, the vision that he has is unbelievable. And I'm not saying he's not good. Obviously, he's one of the best. But like Stevie Gerrard is one of the best midfielders of all time. And any any player that's spoken yeah. about Stevie Gerrard would say that too. Like, I agree with that. I think here's the thing about comparing players from a certain era to a different era is that. If KDB was put in the era of, in the era of Stevie G, I'm not sure he would be as effective mm -hmm. because nowadays the shift to tactics is one that we talked about. There's been so much more tactical um, information that's given to players nowadays. The physical side of things, the fitness, the nutrition, all of that stuff is again something that back then they didn't have access to. I hate I hate when people compare like Pele and Maradona to like Messi or Ronaldo because. 
I think player I think players back in the day the soccer was so so much less evolved than it is now so I mean it was it was terrible really back then if you look at some of the videos we've talked about like the the Netherlands and their high press how, what they used to do it was terrible soccer terrible football if you brought Kevin De Bruyne and Ronaldo and Messi back into those times they wouldn't be as good as they are now I think you have to compare how good the best players were in relation to the rest of the standard. So how good was Pele in comparison to the rest of the players that he was playing with? That's what's going to tell you how good of a player he was. So that's how that's the same thing we did with Messi and Ronaldo. Is you compare how good Messi and Ronaldo are to the rest of his players, but you can't compare them to to before because it's yeah. not it's not the same because soccer football has changed so mm -hmm. much since then. So I think let's say if you had Stevie G now and Stevie G was playing in the Premier League now, with the access that he would have to a manager like Pep, with the the fitness and nutrition, and it's changed a lot over the years, rehab, all of that stuff, would he be as good as KDB? I, th I think they're, they're similar players, but they're different players. Like, Stevie G was like, I would say he's better overall in every, if you look at, if you put all those little stats, he's he takes every single box. He's a more complete footballer than KDB. Where KDB is, I think he's more technical and he has more like finesse to what he does. You're talking about bangers. They both scored a lot of goals, both had assists. The, the assists that KDB has that are like just world-class. Steven Gerrard, he said some, but not obviously to the extent of that. And also you got to think, Steven Gerrard played with some really, really bad Liverpool teams. Like the, ever since I've been a fan, Stevie G, I've watched obviously Stevie J my whole entire life because I'm a Liverpool fan. But some of the players, if you look at pictures of starting lineups, you wouldn't be able to name like nine of those players out of the 11 because of how bad they are. And that can play a role in, okay, maybe that makes him stand out more. That's why he's a lot better. But when you play with better players, they elevate you as well. Like if you're that good of a player, they make you better. Yeah, like but if you don't have a striker, Liverpool's striker at one point was Neil Meller. Something like that. And the guy scored one goal against Arsenal and he's like a legend for that. Yeah, but I think KDB is the reason why Manchester City Manchester City's so good as well. It's not yeah. necessarily that he has better players around him, because he's the he is the better player around that makes all of the other mm -hmm. players look so good because of how easy it, he makes it look to play a ball with the outside of his foot into the box where somebody somebody yeah. taps it in. Okay, but let me ask you this then. We we talked about this. KDB, it was either two years ago or three years ago or both years. He, I know he had like injury problems. He set out a lot of games and Man City still won the league. Easy. Then similar thing happened. He was out for a while and they still won the league. If you take Steven Gerrard out of those Liverpool teams, you're talking about like, like we were already top yeah, eight. Yeah, but that, 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 I don't know if that has anything to do with the player it's, itself. But like, okay, KDB, if, like if KDB was on a shit team with shit players and you took him out, it would have a huge impact. Yeah, it's not. It's not his. But like he's got better players around him just because that's the that's what the team is. They have better players. But that's what elevates him as well because he is around like that. Many right. But players. what I'm saying is, if Stevie G had back in that day had the best players in the Premier League playing with him and he sat out, of course his impact of sitting out wouldn't be as great because he mm. they'd still win because they have better players. Yeah. So I KDB, think it's, KDB. I mean, it's not he can't choose the players that are around him, and obviously you're gonna want better players around you. I just think the guy's good, man. And if you judge him by his individual actions and the things that he's doing during these games, he's smart. It is next level. He is like next level. He's 
probably the smartest football. I mean, he's up there, but I, it's it's hard to compare. It's very yeah, hard. To it compare. is hard to compare, especially from different eras. Even though it was just a a ten year difference or a fifteen year difference. Yeah, yeah, it's still. It's just like to, just to be in that conversation. It's just like yeah, amazing. I mean, a few years ago we're talking about David Silva being one of the best ever, and now you're talking about KDB, one of the best ever. What about what about your uh, your boy Grand Potter getting beat by his? Uh, that's insane. His former team. I told you, I'm a Brian fan. Come on, Brian. Yeah, that's uh, that was Trussard. He's what a, a baller. He's gonna be. He's gonna. He's he's going to Man City. He's going to he's Chelsea. Going yeah. He's going to Liverpool. He's going somewhere. He's probably gonna go to Chelsea. Every time I've seen that five. guy play, especially against big teams. Yeah, against Liverpool. What did he score? What hat trick? He's was a baller. It? I don't know if he scored a hat trick against Liverpool, but he's he did score one or two. He's legit. He he's, he's really legit. Good. They have a good team. Brian are good, man. I mean, was it a mistake? Leaving? Grand Potter. Leaving. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go to Chelsea. I mean, you, you gotta ha- go. You gotta go to you, Chelsea. You have to go, but it's Chelsea. So like. Just knowing who Chelsea are, but like we said last podcast, maybe the new owner, he views that different, but I don't know. Just because it's Chelsea kind of rub, rubs me wrong, but it's a big team, so why not? Like it's, It could come once in a lifetime where you're asked to go somewhere. What if Brandon went downhill and they're like, yeah, you know what? Well, we'll see how long you last at Chelsea. We'll see how long you last at Chelsea, but Brighton is Brighton is legit. Yeah. Newcastle's but, legit as well. To be honest, Brighton, though, that's the first win in like six games. so It's still good. But I, no, I still like Brian, yeah. Especially what I'm used to from Brian. So, um, yeah, Newcastle are doing amazing as well. Like everything's clicking. Eddie Howe's good, and the transfer they brought in good. And they got money to spend, man. They made that Champions League somehow. They're gonna be spending big all summer. N- Neymar coming to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we've talked a lot about the Premier League on this podcast. The World Cup is coming up. World yeah. Cup. We're starting. We're get, We're a couple games away before the yeah. before everything begins the favorites i think a lot of people are talking about brazil i think a lot of people are talking about argentina i don't know about argentina i think they have good players i don't know if they're good enough all around that's been their biggest problem always is like defensively they have a bunch of guys who are not are not good enough um and i i think maybe the hype on behind argentina is to just is because they want to get Messi his world cup yeah but they've also played really well like you look at the past year or two Argentina's finally becoming like a solid team where you can kind of say, okay, they're pretty good in a lot of positions or most positions. Like, but this is only recently. So obviously World Cup is different. You're putting a lot of pressure on all those guys, but. A lot of them have submitted like 55 man provisional rosters. A lot of teams. So it's very hard to like judge on who's going to go. Who's going to go. And obviously still injuries play a big part. And it's also weird how you're, you play in the Premier League on November, what is it, twelfth or something like that, and you play in the World Cup a week later. That's yeah. so that that's it's just weird to me. You don't get preparation. It's, this one's going to be different. This one's going to be very very different because it's going to throw everything off. But Brazil are yeah. one of the favorites. People are saying France as well. Um, typically, from history, the teams who have won the previous World Cups do not do very well yeah. in the next World Cup. Um, if you had to get, if you had to guess right now, put your prediction on a team. Who would you put it on right now? Probably Brazil. I mean, just the, the, the so many players to pick from, and they have good defenders. I want to say Portugal just because Ronaldo, but Portugal uh, Portugal is going to get out of the group stages. Are they though? Isn't that the group of death? I don't, I haven't even. Everyone's looked at, the group of death nowadays. 
I'm going to look it up. But Yeah, I mean, it's very hard because I have, to be honest, I haven't really been involved in like national team football for it's hard because It's hard because they don't play. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you see them play every once every three years or once every two years for mm-hmm. competitions and then they go back to their team. So you can't really judge them because you're not, you don't know consistently how, how well they've been doing in the yeah. last few weeks or whatever. So it's just kind of like you, you basically are just looking at their, the players that they have the rosters, and, yeah. and based on the rosters, that's who you're going to. Is this the last World Cup for Ronaldo and Messi? Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows that. If it's not the last World Cup, it's the last one that they have a chance of even being starter. Yeah. Yeah. That's how pretty much be it. Because well, Messi, Messi, if Messi decides, well, Ronaldo's older. Ronaldo's yeah. like a year or two older. Yeah, 37 right now. You'd really think Ronaldo's going to have any sort of impact in four years for Portugal? No. No, Ronaldo's a clear cut one because you can think like he might want to play. He might he yeah. he wouldn't surprise me if he stayed playing mm-hmm. and then they'll still they'll still give him a spot. But yeah, I don't think he would be effective yeah. at all. Messi, I feel like won't be as effective and he will probably wouldn't want to be the guy that plays until he's forty years old or no. whatever and trying to go into the World Cup. I think he knows like this is it. If if this isn't I wouldn't be surprised if he retires again from the national team after this World Cup. Oh he's I think he's gonna retire. Regardless if he wins or loses. Especially if he wins. If yeah. he wins, yeah, you bow out, you say, I did it, I'm good. If you lose, then he says, I tried. I tried mm-hmm. as best as I could, and I know that this isn't, I'm not going to get the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, he's it's just L- like Let's just do a quick breakdown here. Group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Relatively easier group. Yeah. Because the only real team there is Netherlands. Group B, England, Iran, USA, and Wales. <laughs> You think it's going to be England, and then it's going to be between USA and Wales who go, who progresses. Yeah. Group C: Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Ooh. So Argentina goes yeah. through, Mexico and I think it's between Mexico or Poland. Yeah. Group D: France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. Denmark, France. France and Denmark. Group E: Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. So you got to think Spain and Germany, yeah. but those teams, Costa Rica. Those- well, it was like two World Cups ago where they were like they finished top of their group mm-hmm. in a group that had like Italy and like France yeah. or something crazy like that. Even, even Japan is is not bad. Like yeah, these teams. I mean, it would be interesting because Spain is like not neither of those teams are like hundred percent been playing that well. Yeah. So well, you got to think Spain because of the players they have to progress. Yeah. Germany as well, but I I think obviously the yeah. the, the easiest thing to say is Spain and Germany would yeah. go through. Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. So you think Belgium, obviously, because they're they're doing well mm-hmm. or they've been one of the better teams lately with all the players that they have. I'm going to go with Canada. I think Canada beats Croatia and, and Morocco. I, I want to count Croatia out, but man, that midfield is just... Listen, Mexico smacked Croatia. Was it 20, 2016? Was, uh, but then, then Croatia... No, won. sorry, not 2016. Um... 2018 but then Croatia went to the Euro final so it's like yeah but I don't know I can't remember if it was 2018 or 2014 but anyway um Croatia will be okay Canada's playing very Canada's very well really Canada well. has smacked everyone in the yeah. CONCACAF it depends if Alfonso Davies is it's not just Alfonso Davies if, they have Alfonso Davies healthy. and they have a couple of other players who are legit now yeah so I, I would go Belgium and Canada to progress Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Oof, that's So Brazil, for sure. And then the other three are literally... The other three, either, I think, 
Any of them can go. I would go between Serbia and Switzerland. I don't think Cameroon get, goes through. Mm. But we'll I see. Mean, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to do this a week or yeah, a few yeah. days before the World Cup. I'm like, just I'm just starting to think about it because yeah. it's a group H, the last group, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. Oh, Uruguay's in this? So I, I would damn. you would assume Portugal and Uruguay, but Ghana. Darwin Nunes, baby. My boy Darwin. Oh, yeah. I was hoping he's not in the World Cup. Luis Suarez definitely isn't. He's definitely not coming back, is he? Yeah, I think he is. is. He? I mean he played he just played in the in a game for Uruguay and he assisted to Darwin. Oh well then. I just figured they'd, they'd probably have better players by now, but they're probably a little bit thin as well. All right, so based on those groups, honestly, it's, it looks pretty straightforward as to who should progress from each each of those groups. There's not, If you think about it, let's be honest, there's really no group of death. Everybody wants to say, oh, this is the group of death. There's no, really no group of death. A group of death would have to have like two, like three, two European powerhouses and like a South American powerhouse, but they don't. Okay, but Senegal's pretty good. Yeah, but that's not a group of death, though, George. If you, I, what I, group I, is Senegal in? What aren't they in the first one? Senegal's in the first one with Qatar, Ecuador, and the Netherlands. Yes, yeah, so and I think Netherlands and Senegal are going to go through. Uh, you don't think Qatar is going to go through? No. Did you know that there's like a? It's like never. It's never happened where the. I don't know. I I, I should double check, but it's. I remember one of the last the deaths in the World Cup. Right? The hosting countries almost yeah. always make it out of the groups. I just don't see Qatar making it. Now, uh, fair enough. I've never watched Qatar, so I have no idea if they're good or now what the situation is. Okay, so if we had to say five or six, if we had to say five or six countries, who you think, if you had, and and they don't have to be in order, but you'd say France, Argentina, Brazil. Who else for you? Mm -hmm. Just say Spain, just because of Spain, and then Belgium. Belgium. So no Portugal. I want to say Portugal, but they barely made it to the World Cup. But then again, they did that the year they won the Euro Cup. So I don't. Yeah, but the Euros, they they didn't even win a game in the Euros. They like tied all of them and took them to penalties, yeah. and then they won the penalties, and then they won the final. Yeah, and then they won the final. But I think yeah. it wasn't the final in extra time as well. Was it not an extra time? No, I don't think so. It was like most of the, it is the stat was like mm-hmm. they haven't won a game and most of their games have gone to yeah. penalties or whatever. I do want to say Portugal's in there just because... Portugal's not going to win the World Cup, George. I don't know, Ronaldo, man. Ronaldo... Like, I, I can't... I, I cannot count Ronaldo out on anything. This guy is just unbelievable, so... Yeah, but unfortunately, Portugal doesn't have enough around him. And that's but, the thing. Messi has Messi has enough around yeah, him. Yeah, no, Ma- Messi has a way better team than... But Portugal have a decent team. They have a decent team. Like Diego Dalla, whatever, he's playing for Manchester United. He's, he's doing really well now as a right back. They don't have, have a World Cup winning team. No, they don't. A lot of things. But, but oh, we'll, and Jota's out too. So yeah, yeah. We'll get. We'll talk a little bit more about the World Cup as the World Cup approaches. But what about one more? What about the upset? Or what team do you think does? What team do you think is uh is the upset? I'm gonna say Senegal. You think? No, I'm talking. Well, okay. So upset as in like you. Like, I mean, you. You're saying like Cinderella story. Yeah. All right. I'm talking about like what team disappoints you? Oh. What team is is hyped going in and then doesn't get out of the group stage? Whoa, doesn't get out of the group stage. France. It could be France because they... But then, happened to Italy as well. I think it happened to Italy and it happened to one other team that won. Germany or Spain. Even, you know, I just said Spain to be one of the favorites. But that group is pretty decent and it has both of them in there. 
So I would say Spain. And you think doing, Senegal I, I might like, do pretty yeah, well? I like Senegal a lot. We'll see. We'll find out. I, again, there's still like a few weeks to go. So if certain players get injured, it's like, all right, well, what can you do? But I don't know. Back to... Um, By the way, it's funny nobody's talking about England. <laughs> like doing That is true. We, I didn't well, know. England's always been known to disappoint a little bit. Yeah. They've always... I think... Do you think they get to the quarters or the semis? Honestly, with the players they have, they should get to the semis. Every single yeah. World Cup Euros with the players that they have. Yeah. England always has the best players on paper. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think it's necessary that they're the best players. It's that they're, they're most of them are playing in teams and in the league where everybody's watching. So yeah. they're more easily recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. So there is. Sadly. But they do have good players. They have very, very good players. And they have a lot of depth. That's they the do. crazy thing. Like, yeah. who are you going to put it? In certain positions, there's like three of the best players yeah. in the Premier League in pick that your, position. Pick your poison out of all of them. Yeah, I, I always have, I, I'm a, if I'm a supporter, if I had to pick like two or three teams that I, I would say I support, it would be Brazil. Because my, my, my boy Bobby. Your boy then, Bobby. And he might not even, I don't even know if he's going to, I mean, he has to go. But Bobby, I mean Brazil, England, and Portugal. Those are just like favorites. It's England just because there's a lot of players that I do like on the England team. Not necessarily that they would start or play, but they're like Yeah. Like I just like them a lot and then Portugal. I don't like Brazil. I think they're good, but I don't know. I think Brazil's also been overhyped just because of the the old Brazil. This is everybody's time. Everybody is it though? I mean, this is, is it. Is it Neymar's time now? Because it's not a little. It's not a year or two past his time. I'm saying like this is the last time that he like this. Right. It's either now. This or is never. a chance. Like he has a pretty solid Brazil team. Like everyone is pretty like overall the players on you know, the whole even the 50 man roster they submitted. It's like you can be like, oh wow, okay, he can play, he can play. But if he's not gonna do it now, that's it. Like it's right. done. Especially with Messi and Ronaldo out, you're only looking at like the new generation. Like, even Neymar is, like, getting older anyway, so he's not really the new generation anymore. But, like, you're looking at Mbappe stepping up for France or you're looking at, like, I, I, who else would you even say is, like, the Mbappe, like, he's the only one that's, like, up and coming that you can say, all right, he's the next generation of Messi and Ronaldo. Just crazy because he's already won the World Cup. Yeah. So he's he doesn't even have to, we don't even have to say, like, this is this is his chance. This he's is done it. it. He's done it. So it's, like, it's crazy. But I can't even like you see you have Ronaldo and Messi, then you have Neymar a little bit behind them in age. Yeah. Who else is in that bracket? You talk about Mbappe. Right. Like, yeah, you can say Lewandowski is amazing, but like he's not He's not he's, he's again like he's like he's like Ronaldo of Portugal. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna have enough anywhere around him. him. Um I'm gonna say England. My my people to win the World Cup. I'm gonna say England finally finally goes through with a whole tournament with good performances and wins. I'm gonna say England. I'm going to say I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm just going to I'm just going to say I'm going to say England. Yeah. I think you have to at some point you have to win with the players that you have, you have to win. Is Gareth Southgate a good enough manager? That was the that's the question, isn't it? If Grand Potter would have taken that job and he had a year to with friendlies and all that? No, 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 no. And I, I'll tell you why. I think it would The managers almost don't matter when it comes to internationals. The managers don't matter because what are they? They like you said, they leave the team one week before they play. Like a f- yeah, the first this, game. you know what I mean. Like you can't, yeah. you can't employ, you can't apply tactics. 
the reason why it worked for Spain those years that they were so dominant was because all of those Spain players mm-hmm. were playing either Barcelona, most of them were Barcelona, and yeah. then some Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. So you're playing, so it's basically Barcelona. So the coach is like, I don't have to do anything. I'm just telling the Barcelona players to play the way that Barcelona plays. Yeah. And then I'm bringing in the talent from Real Madrid. Yeah. And of course, we're going to be the best team in the world. The rest of the teams, when you're bringing people from all over the world with different playing styles and what they're, especially now, when you bring in a player, for example, from Liverpool, like Trent, mm-hmm. and he's used to playing a very specific way at Liverpool, and he goes to England, can can um, can he play the exact same way that he plays at Liverpool with England, or does he have to adjust? And if he does play the same way, then somebody else who plays a different a different way has to adjust to that too. I just think that it's the tactics are very difficult. Tactics are very yeah. difficult. You just have to hope that there you get as many healthy players as possible, and you try and simplify the simplify the tactics as much as you can to just get through each mm-hmm. of those games. I would agree for this World Cup. It's a lot more difficult just because of like the timing. But Kyrie Southgate with some of his like decisions that he's made, right? Of like starting certain players, not playing others, like not even bringing certain players. It's like, it's more. I mean, fair enough. Like it's the England national team, so you have a lot of players to pick from, and it's very very tough to make those choices. But like, I don't know. It's more. I think it's more about the little decisions that they make as yeah. as in. Um, as opposed to like the the tactical stuff, I think it's more of like in this game, do you sub this guy in or do you sub mm-hmm. that guy in? Those are the little decisions that yeah. are they're going to be judged on whether they they made a difference or not. I don't think it's going to be the overall tactical apo- approach. I think it's going to be those little tiny decisions. It's like why isn't this guy playing over this guy for this game? Yeah. Or was, or why is Harry Kane taking corner kicks? Right, and like it just yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, but I just a national team manager job is is tough because I feel like you can never really do well with a national team. Yeah, and, and that's fair. I mean, especially with a team like England, for example. Yeah, you. I mean, you don't have time. Like, if you, you win, do? if you win, it wasn't because of you. It was because you have the best players in the world. Yeah. And if you lose, it's because of you. Because, because you have the best players in the world and you didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very tough. Now let me ask you this: We talked about Ronaldo last week about being the bad apple and all this. Yep. And there's a lot of players since then that came out and spoke in favor of Ronaldo. Paul Scholes, Gary Neville was one of the only ones who spoke against it. And then last game, I don't know if you saw it, um, it was Gary Neville, Luis Saha. And, and Ronaldo, didn't, Ronaldo didn't say hi to him, huh? He said he hi, hi, and just walked away. And Gary Neville was like, Oh, yeah, okay. they, I saw, I saw Jamie, Jamie Carragher yeah. posted that. Yeah. He did it to Jamie Carragher two weeks ago. Yeah. Ronaldo did for the same exact reason. And then uh, Gary Neville like pretty much started to agree with what Jamie said yeah. in the past week or so. And he did the same exact thing to yeah. Gary. But They're pundits. They yeah. have to say these things. Yeah. They have to say what their opinions are. Um, but anyway, Paul Scholes, in an interview like or at a broadcast somewhere, he agreed that he should have never done that. Like... Um, the manager sure never decided to put Ronaldo in the last two three minutes. Like, yeah, he, but what did he have to say about the? Well, he said the fact that he walked off. Well, that's he didn't talk about the walking off. He talked about you disrespect a legend of the game. He okay, so it was Carlton Cole said the same thing. Paul Scholes, Roy Keane, they all say the same thing. Of you're winning the game, and you know you're gonna win the game at this point. You do not put in. Uh, somebody with such a one, such a big ego, 
and a legend of the game is he's done so much. You don't put him in for a minute because a lot of players look at that. Most players look at that as of like. Are you talking about this is when he walked off when they try to put him in? This one, like, was about to put him in for the last minute right. of the game. He's like, I'm not, like, whatever. So you think Ronaldo wouldn't have walked off if he hadn't put him in? You don't think Ronaldo would have just gone down and no. been like, all right, I'm out? I think it's, he felt disrespected. And up until I saw the interview to so all those guys talking about it, I didn't really think about it like that. But a lot of players obviously look at that as like, what the hell? Why you're, you're not putting me to play. You're putting me just to waste time. Like, right. I'm not really playing. You're just, like, whatever. You don't, and this is what uh, Postco said. You need to know how to deal with your, the players that you have as a manager. Sir Alex would have never done that to Ronaldo or anybody else that had a bigger ego. The reason is you're already winning the game. You know you're going to win the game. You're putting them, put, putting them in just to waste like a minute or two. Put a younger player in. Put some, give, give a kid their debut. Like give a player that's not usually going to play that much, let him play a little bit. Why are you putting, it's like an insult pretty much to put Ronaldo in and say, look, I'm the manager, I'm the boss, I'm putting you in, and it's just like an insult to the guy. So I'm not saying it's okay for him to walk off, but now I'm starting to realize, like, all these players are speaking for, like, for Ronaldo. It's like, you. it is kind of an insult to put, one, legend of the game, legend of the club, and a, a guy who you pretty much have, like, a beef with, like, you guys are not on good terms, and you already have the history of not going on good terms. So, like... Here's, here's, here's my thoughts on that. First of all, these guys... Paul Scholes, Roy Keane, mm-hmm. those two guys are, I, I, I have no idea why they became pundits because they look like the type of guys who, who would never be pundits mm-hmm. because they're old school. They're super old school. Yeah. Those are the kind of guys that like, they, get, they are upset about everything. Have you ever said, mm-hmm. have you ever heard Paul Scholes or Roy Keane say anything nice about no, anyone? But that, but Absolutely not. Roy Keane is Absolutely not. Is He's so old now. school. He's that guy's, so that guy's way outdated. He's out of touch. He's out of touch with reality in modern times. But Carlton Cole, Jamie Rennap, like these guys, yeah. you know. But here's the thing. Would they be saying this if Sir Alex Ferguson was still the manager? Well, they're saying Sir Alex would have never done this because he knew how to deal with the, with the players around him. The, the problem is, and maybe it wouldn't have happened with Sir Alex Ferguson, but I'm just saying, he even said, Sir Alex Ferguson even said, no player is bigger than the mm-hmm. club. Ronaldo thought he was bigger than the club. And maybe he feels like it because the club hasn't been as great as it used mm-hmm. to be. Um, but I think the fact that those players are sticking up for Ronaldo for mm-hmm. doing that not for doing that. It's just they're saying it's like an insult to the guy. Like, why not put? If a fl- it is, if it is, that's fine. He needs to go and have a conversation like an adult with yeah. with Ten Hag and say, "Look, I I felt very disrespected yeah. in that moment." I'm. Uh, he doesn't need to act like a child about it. And now all of the eyes shift from the team and their performance to Ronaldo. Nobody was talking. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about the fact that they won. Everybody yeah. was talking about Ronaldo. I think those guys are outdated with with their with but their. It looks like it's fine because he played the last game. So that's why I told you as well. Ten Hag has managed that situation perfectly. Yeah, I mean... He's managed that situation perfectly, and now he's gotten Ronaldo back on board. I mean, Ronaldo wants to play. So I think Ronaldo yeah. is willing to put his ego aside. Like, you know what? Forget you. I'll play I because guarantee, I want to play. I guarantee he had a conversation with him. And we talked about this. Like, oh, yeah. did he have a conversation? I guarantee he had a conversation yeah. with him and said, like, look, this is my perspective on things. And this is why this is why I feel like you were wrong or whatever. And Ronaldo came back after and said, I'm like committed. I'm ready to be back on the team. And to to help Manchester United in in the best way I can, yeah. and Ten Hag's like okay. I think the the thing is people are always on on two diff, two completely different sides, and nobody's like in that gray area mm-hmm. in the middle. So people are like, okay, either Ronaldo's off the team and you don't play him anymore, or Ronaldo did nothing wrong and he should be starting every single game. Mm-hmm. Ten Hag was like, look, there was a consequence to his action, there was a punishment, 
And just because it happened doesn't mean that I have to be an asshole to him anymore and like continue to keep him out. He's like, no, he served his punishment. He did his time. He comes back with us. And I think it's a good game for him to start and play. And now he's been playing and starting. Yeah. And now his new celebration. And his new celebration around the, the world. Every And now everyone is and literally doing, doing it. it. Yeah. You, uh, people, uh, I, I don't get why people are saying that Ten Hag has not managed the situation well. I think he's managed it fantastically. And I think he's, he's you, you can't have both things. Like where people say you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like he, he has imposed his authority as the manager of the club. And on top of that, he has not, he has not pushed the legend away of the club. Mm-hmm. He's done both things well. I mean, we're going to see. We're gonna they're see. doing well. They're, they're doing well. Yeah, they're doing well. But it, it is crazy. It is crazy to think about. Like now you see Manchester United in like fourth or fifth place. Yeah. And you're saying they're doing well. And Mourinho finished in second like place. It, yeah. And they said it was, yeah. a bad, it was a terrible season. Well, what a joke. Well, Mourinho came out, what was it, like a year or two later and said... That was the biggest accomplishment yeah. of me finishing second with Manchester United. And people are not going to... I mean, he gave them the stats and everything, too. Yeah. He showed them the stats. Yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, Mourinho's a legend. What a guy. I am Jose Mourinho. <laughs> what a legend that guy is, huh? Yeah. I I think he's like one of my favorite managers of all time. Just because Brittany of his character. Brittany loves him. Yeah, I mean, she thinks he's great. After we watched the after we watched the Tottenham documentary, mm-hmm. she, she that, like every time she sees him, she's like, oh, that's the guy from the yeah. documentary. I love that guy. Well, I mean... He, I mean, I, I like him a lot. I know a lot of people... Will he get a big job somewhere? I or mean, is he done? You I think, think he's done? I think he's done, yeah. I think Roma, and then from there, either he retires or he goes somewhere smaller again? Yeah, it's going to be like one of those, like, not con- contenders he's, in the league. He's still young. Like, not young, but he's not... He's definitely not like Sir Alex Ferguson was when he yeah. retired or anything. He's And he's not like Arsene Wenger either. Yeah. Like, he's... I wouldn't be surprised if a, if a Premier League team brings him back. No, uh, no, I think he would be back in the Premier League at some point. You but I think, think it's going like to be like a Newcastle, like Everton, and uh, Everton's West Ham. Is it me one of those teams that are like sixth or seventh, and they're like, eh, take the chance, down. take a chance? Why not? And then you bring in a lot of money. Like that guy's going to fill the seats on his own. Yeah, that people are going to watch him just for the sake of that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope he comes to the Premier League because that we Pep. Klopp, well, Conte, Mourinho, Ten Hag. Or either way, we've established that Arsenal is winning the Premier League this this season. You have a one percent chance so far. Yeah, one percent. I think it's a little higher than one percent. No, it's, yeah, no, you guys are doing like amazing. I like the, the, the way, the, but Saka's injured now, so. Uh, yeah, but they don't know how. They don't know what what yeah, the. You better hope is. it's I haven't not. Seen it. You better hope it's not like with the World bad. Cup coming up. Yeah, England better hope it's not. Yeah, no, that's better for you if he misses out. It's it would suck for him. But it's better for you personally as, as a club to just let him chill and relax. Maybe there's arguments to both sides of that because you you don't you also don't want someone sitting out for so long. That's the problem. That's the problem that happened with was it Liverpool or one of the teams that sat out for like two weeks before a big final, and then it's like yeah, you don't know like the the inactivity also plays a part mm-hmm. in whether your your fitness levels are good or bad. I don't know, but Arsenal's doing fantastic. Tottenham, Chelsea, always still there. I'm just gonna say Always this. Still there. I think we should stop the podcast because every time we have this podcast, Liverpool lose on the weekend. When we don't have the podcast, Liverpool win. So we've been pretty consistent then. Is so what we're you're very consistent. <laughs> of Liverpool doing crap. So this is it. Eleventh episode. Next week you will be worried. Next week you will yeah, be worried. Man. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, follow us on Sp- on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Those are the only two because nobody ever nobody listens to podcasts anywhere else, right? Nobody. Yeah. Uh, definitely not so those are the only two we have right now 
Um, plus the YouTube, we'll keep posting the videos up on the YouTube, but, um, and then just follow us on the social media, um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, at the NGW podcast. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for this one. And now you will be worried. I am just concerned people. I'm just concerned. Just, Just put a little, um, drop a little like, you know, prayers for Georgie in the, in the comments or something like that. The biggest question is, are Liverpool going to get relegated? <laughs> and they're closer to getting relegated than, they're, than they are to Champions League Can you imagine if football. Liverpool get relegated? I, I, I they're not going to get relegated. I'm going to be a Brighton fan. They're ninth place. We're winning not, the Premier League, man. I'm telling they're you. They're not getting relegated, but, but they should, the way that they've been playing. Anyway, we've also established my, my closing thoughts that Mitrovic is a better striker oh, than Darwin man. Nunez. I, that's why this podcast is going to get And a I will be getting down. a Mitrovic jersey. You will not get a Mitrovic. I'm going to get a Mitrovic jersey. I don't even think they sell Mitrovic jerseys. It, they're kind of hard to find. I'm not going to lie. I looked. <laughs> <laughs> I looked already. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for following along. We'll catch you uh, in the next one. Peace.